everyone, and welcome to Scene Partners. Scene Partners podcast starring Christophanopoulos and Cadody DeWalker. Here we are. <laughs> I I've got my soda water in choice. hand, and I'm ready to party. <laughs> <laughs> what flavor is that? Aha! It is sparkling <laughs> water. <laughs> It's a strawberry this cucumber. Is, uh, sparkling water flavored sparkling water. It's strawberry cucumber. Okay. Yeah, it's great. It's a good time. How's your uh how's your last couple of weeks been? Might have been busy. Yeah. I'm beginning to feel like we we just we are one human. <laughs> yes, organism. I think I have seen you every single it's day. It's like between not and not just like you and I, but like me, you, Lexi, and the other uh, costumer, Dana, who is helping us with, uh, who's dressing, who's your dresser for Tuna Christmas. I feel like we're like, it's like we're, is it amoeba? What it, What is a one-celled organism? I don't even know. Um, I'm, you know, the last time I have done anything <laughs> scientific on this show, I get called out pretty that's, harshly that's for true. it. I'm going to keep, I'm going to abstain. Well, whatever it is, we are a one-celled organism. Mm-hmm. That's what it, that's the way I'm feeling. But I mean, it is awesome. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. Lexi kind of scared us today. Did she? <sighs> yeah. Yeah, she did. With Oh, yeah, she was like, "Oh, hey, by the way, there's 3 weeks and I like my heart skipped a beat away." Yeah, mine did oh, too. No. I don't I don't know if it ever gets to a point where a show is that like when you get to the point where you're closer to the show, you I I don't know if I've ever been like, "Yeah, I'm good." Yeah, I'm totally good. I don't know. I think maybe it's just the nature of a two-person show, too. Maybe the night that it... Well, I will say this because I was talking with someone because the other like churches are doing like the big Christmas on the hill or Calvary or whatever their big thing is, and they've got like live animals and all of these people and all of these movies. I know. It does kind of make me think we need a camel. And They have a zebra, too, which is so strange. I don't know where they got that zebra, but maybe they'll let us use it. Maybe that's like one of the, the the space aliens can come down for RR or something. Yeah, RR but is is uh, carried off by a zebra. I don't think you can ride zebras though. I wouldn't imagine. Um, there was that movie about the person who was racing a zebra, racing stripes. I don't know. Anyway, not important. What is important though is that I felt really, really um, happy to know that we have more controlled. <laughs> a more controlled environment than they do because you've got all of these hundreds of people all of oh. these moving pieces all of these animals and it's just like four it's like you know we have four people we have and four. we are so good yes well just when you lessen the number of people you lessen the number of possibility like conflicts it's just so nice as i was told one time people are stupid and unpredictable <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's just, you know, you add a whole bunch of people in the room, the possibility that, you know, something is going to go wrong is probably pretty high. I just, I know that coming off of the last show that we did into this one, it was like, man, all right, scheduling is a nightmare just in general. So what can we do to make sure that the schedule is, you know, that is going to be easy? Yeah. And then we went into this show and it was like, oh, just not having a whole bunch of people. Mm Mm-hmm. And doing a show with somebody you hang out with all the time anyway. Yeah. So that they were already hanging out. Want to run some lines? Like, I know you're not doing anything today (laughs) because I know you're not. You're hanging out with me. Invested in your life. (laughs) So this is what we're doing now. 
it does kind of make me sad. Um, you know, we had started that project for our rehearsal space that's out by our house mm-hmm. and we were renovating the shop, turning into a rehearsal space and a place for us to record and all this other stuff. And then, you know, the cost of lumber and everything went up so <laughs> yes. much. I was like, I picked a really great time to start ripping apart walls and all of that business. And then, I, I mean, it was kind of cool that we got to rehearse the show in there a little bit until it got, you know, too cold. But luckily we, we have a, an in for an actual rehearsal space. So that's nice. Yeah. But it does kind of make me think of all of the times that we've had to pivot and do something totally brand new. That we weren't necessarily expecting. Yeah. Like where I thought that we would be right now, not only as a company, but as like, you know, where we would be rehearsing and performing and all those things just continually change. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm just over here in awe and surprised by life. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Moira. (laughs) Yes, I am. But I'm just it's just a kind of an interesting thing. You know, you have you have a plan or I guess if you look at you know, a theater company as a business, if you look yeah. at it from that side, you, you do like your five year plan or whatever it is. And you're like, all right, at five years, this is where I'm going to be. And what's crazy to think is that with, you know, if we keep in mind the year of the pandemic and all that stuff, um, if I'm saying that like it's past, we're still in the pandemic, but the year that, you know, we were seriously shut down. Yeah. Um, into now, like, do we count that as a part of a year of our business? I mean, because we did continue to do stuff because that's where the podcast the whole came world from. was on. Well, yeah, that's true. It's hard so, to... I mean, we did, we never stopped doing something, but, you know, yeah. we also didn't really do the thing that we were meant to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that is a hard thing to also say, too, because it's hard to say that we weren't meant to do yeah, I mean, I guess when that's it true. I'm talking about this, like into this new thing. You know what I mean? Right, but it's just the what we I guess intended what I mean, to do. Yeah. yeah, the intention, like what our intentions were, and but the what beauty of it happened. is, is that no one looks at the back of a tapestry. Man, I do. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> no one observes the beauty of the back of a tapestry. I'll say that. How about that? I'll phrase it differently. <laughs> yeah, I understand what you mean. That that is true, but it is it is cool, like seeing. Even though through all that stuff, we're still chugging along yeah. some sort of way. You know, it's interesting that you bring that up because I was thinking, especially around the end of the year, Thanksgiving, you start to think about, oh, the things I have to be thankful for. And you sort of run through reflection. And this year, I'm I'm, I'm going through a bit of a different thing where I'm not looking at all the things I failed to do or all the things that I'm thankful for. But I was looking at all the things that like I've put into myself yeah. This year, like all the books I've read and and all the things that I've used to help me learn or, or grow in some capacity. And I was like, wow, really done a lot. And it, and it's mm-hmm. it's easy to to be disheartened when it's like, well, I wanted to do this and I didn't do it or I didn't do this or I didn't accomplish all my goals. Sort of like you were, what you were talking about there, that we didn't get to do those shows mm-hmm. last year or whatever. But it's it's so much better to look at it in the way that like, oh, well, we were able to do it differently and and we were able to fill our lives in a different capacity. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, it shifted our focus a little bit into a, a little bit more inward and mm-hmm. in what your actual, you know, your your circle is, your your family and yourself. I mean, yeah. everybody was almost, I, f- I feel like most people were forced to do that in a sense. And I'm, I'm thankful for that aspect of it. Um, it is a little different though coming out of it and how 
just, you know, much stuff we have going on and things to accomplish now mm-hmm. that um, I'm I'm almost I'm a little nostalgic for it <laughs> in yes. a way where it's like, OK, I mean, I absolutely feel passionate and love what I do so much and I can't imagine doing anything else. But at the same time, I mean, I do kind of wonder what it would be like to just not be busy. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm going to work my job and be totally okay and mm-hmm. come home and work in the yard and go to bed and do it all over again. Yes, to a degree. I, I, I realized the other day when we were rehearsing this, like how much better I feel as a person, though, mm-hmm. to have something artistic going on. Oh, yeah. I mean, just to have that. Like, I'm so thankful for it. Yes. It's easy for me to sit and find myself in a headspace where I just feel like the days are just kind of dwindling by mm-hmm. and I feel lost. And it's nice to have like a show where we have a goal like, hey, you need to learn these lines. You need to create these characters and, and to build this world. It's and like a benchmark. Yes. You have something to work towards. I totally understand that. I I feel like where the, the weight of the busyness comes in is that you it takes so much work to put mm-hmm. on something like this, you know, to organize it, to um, to market it appropriately, all those things. It is a lot of work mm-hmm. and it doesn't seem like a lot of work. I mean, you know, we can we will put up a two minute video, barely a two minute video yesterday. Mm-hmm. I think it was like two minutes. Well, the last two weeks we put up two two minute videos. basically, yeah, And like that is the culmination of like six hours. Mm hmm. <laughs> It's like, how does that make any sense? You know, just such a short amount of time and for, for other people to experience and get excited about it. But, you know, you start weighing that in your mind. You're like, all right, two minutes worth of something is this many hours. And oh, my gosh, like the, your time just evaporates yeah. so quickly. And then for, you know, people, people around to not necessarily I don't want to say that people you know, you're, you put so much work into something and you want people to see it and then people don't appreciate it. Cause that, that's not, that's not what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Then you have, you know, people who almost are the, like the naysayers and the people who are supremely negative, I guess, about what you're doing or, you know, I just, I, I don't really know how to talk about this and not sound like a jerk. It's just the, the people who, who basically are, are not, positive about yeah. what you're doing yeah and you're like what are you like i guess it makes it hurt a little bit more because you put so much you know when you put so much effort into something and you're trying to do something the right way for the right reasons and then people almost question that and it's like wow yeah <laughs> like why do i even do this yeah i experienced like i had that an issue with that a uh, couple of weeks ago um with someone at the theater and it was just like, I don't know why I do it. I don't know why I do this. Like it's not when you, when you pour your heart into something and somebody kind of steps on it yeah. a little bit, you're like, I'm not, I don't need this headache. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, I guess it's like getting broken up with and it's genuinely not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, <laughs> okay. I, I see your example here. But I also raise you this. I mean, you could apply that nihilistic view to anything. Like, what's the point of doing anything at all? What's the point of watching a movie? I mean, it serves no purpose other than to eat your time, right? 
Well, yeah, but I'm more or less saying like when you pour your heart and soul into something and then and people just treat it like, why are you doing this? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, like, I totally understand and agree with you. Yeah. But it, it is just you have. To, I mean, it, it's so hard to say that because, well, sort of like if we kind of went through a, an ordeal and everybody always talks about it could have, it could have, it could have, it could have. Yeah. And it's like I can't. I can't wrap my mind around could'ves because this is what it is, and I'm upset. Right. Well, I mean, it's a lot of a lot of things happen that people don't realize. I think whenever you're putting on a show, like the fact that you live a real life, yes, and real life things happen, but then you can't let those things get in the way of the performance or the or the work, mm-hmm. and you either have to use it or you just move on. Or I guess it's probably where I have developed such terrible personal habits as far as like dealing with my own stuff (laughs) because it's like I will put that on the back burner I will deal with it whenever time allows yeah and so that's probably much why I was I realized one day I was like actually I think there is a bit of trauma in my life I'm just (laughs) really good at not addressing it just bury the stuff and then you know once it boils over I'll deal with it then yeah thank you theater for you know (laughs) Just totally teaching me horrible habits. Or I could throw it into a character when I need it. Exactly. I mean, that's pretty much what any acting teacher that I ever had would have told me. They're like, why are you dealing with this? Like, just put this in the show and Mm -hmm. deal with it that way. Like, that is so unhealthy. (laughs) It's just (laughs) absolutely horrible. Yeah. Horrible practice. Um, And I really don't like that approach in any sense anyway, Mm -hmm. because I feel like you're just, that's too much. Too much. Well, I do believe that, you know, the understanding of therapy has come a long way in the last 15 years as well. So, well, that is supremely true. But, um, yeah, like yesterday we were on our, like we had spent all day, like we were working and doing stuff, not just for us, but for other people Mm -hmm. in our lives. And then we were going to go film this promotional video. And then on the way, somebody pulled out in front of us and like T-boned my brand new truck. Yeah. (laughs) And, that really sucked. Mm-hmm. Oh, it really sucked. <laughs> but I mean, you know, what do, what are you gonna what are you gonna do? There's nothing that you can do. But yeah. we still had something that we needed to do, and mm-hmm. all these other people were like waiting around for us to arrive. And it's like I can't, like I'm stuck here in this thing. I cannot get anywhere. I mean, we're all okay, and that's that's what you're like. What you were saying earlier, it's that. I understand that this was not as bad as it could have been, but it still sucks. Yes. <laughs> and I'm thankful that it's not as bad as it was, but it wasn't that bad. Like, and yeah, I'm still kind of This is not the it. circumstance. I mean, yeah. people like to build it up like, well, you know, this isn't as bad as. And it's like, yes, but this is bad because I'm yeah. still upset about this. And it's it like someone saying, I'm sorry that uh, I'm I'm sorry that you feel that way. <laughs> yes. You what? <laughs> You're apologizing for my feelings? Yeah, I'm what? sorry I made you feel that way. How about, no, I'm just, I, I'm sorry, I'll do better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> sorry but, I made you feel that way. You know, it, it was it was kind of interesting to see our two takes. And like, I had like this out-of-body experience for just a second when watching you sort of internalize, you know, I'm, I know how you feel. You're, you're <laughs> upset, you're angry. And then I'm sitting there cracking jokes. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we have we have very different approaches to dealing with. <laughs> if I would have, but you know, that's also different though because it was. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, like you had some distance in the way of you didn't die. Yeah, 
and it's not your car. So yeah. you're like, well, I'm all right. I want to make them feel better. Like, I understand that. I probably would have been doing the same thing, trying to, to I don't know, what do you call it, de-escalate the situation? But yeah. anyway, I, I probably would have been doing the same thing. It just didn't help very much that the person who hit us was also a moron. I'll oh. put that on the record. Yeah. So um, that just, that was a whole other, whole other part. Um, but anyway, but we still went and, you know, we, since we were far off of our, basically our time of when we wanted to do it, we didn't have all of the people that we were going to have to help us and to get this thing going. And so then it was like, all right, we're going to have to do something different mm-hmm. and make it work. And we did. Yeah. And it was fine. And I'm really glad that we did it. But my God, was it ever really hard for me to just be like, all right, I'm going to put this to the side because we have something (laughs) that we need to do and it is for the business. And this is going to be And whenever we leave here, I'm going to go have a drink and I'm going to deal with it. It would have (laughs) been easy to just say, you know what? Done for the day. Yeah. Let's reconvene at another time. But, But, you know, I wouldn't have felt good about that. No. And I, I guess maybe that's the... And I think doing it, though, and doing our promo video that we shot Mm -hmm. put us in a different mindset after that because I felt a lot better. Yeah, I would have if if I didn't have something to go do and I just was going to go home and dwell on it. That Mm -hmm. probably would have not been the best thing for me in in the moment. Um, But anyway, I mean, it's just the it's the thing of you as a storyteller, I guess you you like work towards bringing these genuine characters to life. Mm hmm. And you have so much stuff going on in your own life. And I guess I just am always or or I am fascinated with the barrier between um, what is real and what is imagination. Mm -hmm. And where do you stop and protect yourself? I don't know if we've talked about that before, but like, you know, just not going too far. And then also, you know, making it something that people want to watch. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's always my thing like if i bring my own trauma onto the stage who's gonna want to actually sit there and watch that you know it's that's too much like if i like when i was in college i was in a production of doubt a parable and um and it was it, i mean it it was a i thought that it was a really good production it felt like a good production i'm sure it might have been garbage but it felt like a really good production <laughs> i think you know when things are good or bad yeah I, you have a good but I mean, I was younger, so there's no yeah. way to know. And it was college. So, so. that was definitely bad. I mean, educational <laughs> theater is just a little bit different sometimes. I mean, I went to a really good school, but still, anyway, doesn't matter. Um, so I was doing it, and at the end, there there's this confrontation between the like Reverend Mother and the priest where he's accused of um like misconduct with a student and Mm -hmm. you don't really under, you don't really know whether or not he did it or not, which is where the doubt comes in and yada, yada, yada. So at the end he feels cornered and he has to make the phone call to, uh, switch parishes or whatever. Yeah. And, um, he doesn't want to do it. And for some reason I like in performance started, like I got emotional in the middle of it, of trying to make the phone call. I spent like five minutes almost picking up the phone, <laughs> walking away, not crying, you. not luxurious. Going moment. Back. Oh man, you talk about like <laughs> it was so bad. And like looking back on it now, I'm like, oh my God, I would have been laughing my tail off. I mean, just 
watching this, you know, watching someone just cry on stage for like five minutes and then almost pick up a phone to make a phone call and then not. And I remember I picked it up one time and almost got it to my ear and was like, no, and put it back down and walked away again and then came back and picked it up and made the call. It's like, what? Nobody needs to see that. <laughs> and it was because I was like, I'm enjoying the fact that I got this emotional. Yeah. And I'm in this moment and everybody can see it. And aren't I an awesome actor? <laughs> yeah. You know, the thing is, is like hearing that, that would be one painful to watch because you, you, you've now reached a point of uncomfortability. Uh-huh. It's no longer comfortable to watch this person be emotional. Yeah. And they are just sitting there and it's like, okay, now you're acting yeah. and I'm done. It is a lot. I checked out. It was a lot and I seem to really enjoy it. The best thing that ever, like, as far as that, which kind of killed that in me, is I walked off of that stage and feeling like I just won an Oscar. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm amazing. Um, I walked off stage and there's this, this uh, another uh, student at the school who has a big personality came over and was like, hey, really great job. Really, really awesome. Um, but my God, just pick up the phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the speech and dialect professor heard this person tell me that, and they were like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, we don't care. We yeah. don't care. Pick it up. Just pick up the phone. Be sad, but be sad in the moment. Yeah. Don't take 50 moments. I was like, okay. <laughs> Like, what a great, I felt so good about this, but I'm so glad that now I'm incredibly embarrassed. What is that? It's the uh, the the comedic rule of three. Yeah. I think that also applies to the dramatic rule of three. Well, it's kind of like in Shakespeare, you act on the line mm -hmm. instead of before or after you say something, you know, yeah. like you're, because you're acting your subconscious. And it's, that is like what I was not doing. I was just <laughs> acting for no for nothing i was like for no reason it was so dumb but it is it is really you know we fall, we still fall into that trap i feel like um it's so easy to just like i want people to see how good i am at this yeah where <laughs> you like, like lean too far into a moment yeah and you it is just so interesting how you can be so self-aware and then just so clueless at the same time yeah and I think that that's that whole third eye thing. Like you, when you start watching yourself. Ooh. Um. Anyway, so I'm sorry. I just kind of like jumped off into the depths of despair there for a second. But it all of that was to say like things go on in your life. But sometimes, I, even though I I think therapy is exactly people should do therapy, and I think that we should deal with our stuff. Mm -hmm. I but I and maybe this is just because of the way that I've lived or like I'm, I'm and it's possible I'm wrong, but I just think there are certain times that you deal with those things. And there are certain times when you don't. Yes. Like just because this happened to me doesn't mean it gives me license to be like a crappy person and then go home and not do what I'm supposed to do. It's yeah. like, no, you know, like I, <laughs> like I will deal with this later. There's but, nothing I hate worse, honestly, genuinely. There's nothing I hate worse when people take out their emotions or frustrations on the person that it's not really directed at. Yeah. And it's like you you need to set that to the side or you need to go confront that person or that thing like right now because it's obvious that it's like 
permeating everything in your life, mm-hmm. you have to do something. And like it frustrates. It's like I get that people like yesterday. I knew I knew the line. I was like, don't make don't make jokes that are too far. Right. <laughs> make them lighthearted. You know, like, hey, you said we we're going to have a busy day. And here's another thing. Yeah, that here's we're also another doing. thing. <laughs> so stuff like that. But it's it's. I just don't I just don't understand when people do that. I I can't wrap my mind around it. And it's like I'm not going to get upset right now because it does nothing to alleviate the yeah, situation. It, it does not serve me and then like as far as the emotions that mad, I need. Yeah. This is not what I need. <laughs> yeah. It's just going to create a bigger rift and and it, it's not necessary, but I also understand that you're upset. And yes, there is a time and place. And therapy is a great place <laughs> to talk about it. To and talk about those irrational things on. that yeah. go on. But yeah, I just I'm I'm thankful that we have a great group of people around us that are incredibly understanding mm-hmm. and for some reason feel bad that the other things that they have to do, they are like, Well, I'm sorry I can't be there. I know I promised. And we're like, No, this is not Yeah. <laughs> we had a time frame and we missed Things it by like two hours. And we missed it because yeah. we were stuck on the side of the road. Like, what are you going to do? You know, it's life has to move on for everyone, not just us. Yeah. And I think that's another thing that, you know, people in the theater lose sight of a little bit because you deal so much with something that if you're involved in it, then you love it. And because it requires so much of your time um, that you get taken advantage of in that way. And you almost feel like this guilt if you don't overwork yourself Mm -hmm. in a sense. And if you're not available constantly, like you still have to be a human. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes that people get their humanity stripped away from them. It's almost like, (laughs) yeah, you know, I definitely feel that way. Like if I'm not doing something, I feel like I'm, in quicksand. Yeah. Standing still is just horrible to me. I can't stand it. Well, we live so much in a, a fast-paced environment. Yes. As far as what we do. So that does make sense. I mean, just just us being able to sit down in front of this computer and record this is has gotten incredibly difficult. Yes. And when we're done with this, we're going to be doing More something. promo stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Immediately after this. <laughs> And it's getting to the point where we're doing promo stuff and that's getting in the way of like, all right, we're going to also have to memorize these lines. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. When she said three weeks and I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. I got the whole like I got 30 pages. I'm still like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm amazed at the amount of the show that I just happen to know. And then thank God that I just happened to know so much so of it. Much for it. But it's <laughs> it is it is just one of those things. I'm but I am really excited. I'm so excited that when we do these promo videos and stuff, we put stuff out there with the characters and like the ones that people are recognizing from the show we done we did before this one, the um the prequel. Yeah. Um that they're like excited to see these characters that we do again. Mm-hmm. Like that's just really cool. That's a really cool thing. And I don't even know if, if you, it's only four people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like how cool is it? I don't know if you heard yesterday, but it was the ultimate compliment. Like I don't know that Lexi has ever given a better compliment to you and I because she puts up with so much of our antics. She told someone yesterday, I think this one's funnier than the first one. Oh yeah. And I went, that's an incredibly high bar. 
um, <laughs> really nervous about that. But also, we were really prepared for that first one. <laughs> yes, but also, like, for her to say something like that to me was like, okay, we might, we might actually have something going on here. You know? Yeah. Well, it is nice because we've been able to sit with these characters. I mean, especially for you, I'm excited for you to be able to explore some of these roles a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. Like, that's one of my favorite things that. Like doing a show that has a sequel is just kind of weird. Yeah. Know? Or like you're. I've never done that. And it's it's really cool and interesting. Mm-hmm. It it's is like, very cool. I'm familiar with the characters and now I get to like live in them just a little bit longer. And do something different. With yeah. Them and see how they change and how my character now changes. Which excites by the me. Circumstances. Yeah. It's, it excites me to go back and do uh, Greater Tuna again yeah. eventually one day. Because it's like, well, now I know what these characters become and mm-hmm. how to like live in them a little differently and try new things with them. It is really cool. I'm, I'm excited for everybody to see it. I think that they're going to... I'm excited to hear the laughter. That's yeah. really what I'm, that's really what I'm excited for. Um, I am also super stoked for our Black Friday release. So this will be released. Mm-hmm. And then... So basically, we should say tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes. Stay tuned. <laughs> you know, check your RSS feed for us. And then just remember that we recorded that. Right after this. Right after this. And it's a gift. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gift. I mean, I hope to God it's something. We don't know. And that's kind of one of the other interesting things. We're going, we are full on committing to producing something. We yes. have no idea the outcome, <laughs> and we have already put it out there to the point that it's like we thought this was going to be a great idea. It might be garbage. Well, the good news is is that we will have a window of opportunity to be like, this doesn't work, so we don't need to take this any further. We can take it off the feed and be done with it. <laughs> it doesn't have to live outside of that moment. Yeah. Or it could be good. It could. Be, yeah, who knows? But really, that's what theater is. Yes. We're just going to take a chance and, and hope Life's to God the outcome. <laughs> Is uh, you know, isn't going to lead to utter and complete ridicule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do think you know. I I will say, um, I went and saw a show very recently, and when I say that it was absolute garbage, and it was not in our community, I just want that to be known. If anybody's listening, this was not a production that was done recently anywhere in our area. But I went and saw a production, and it was so bad. But the people who were in it were having, like, clearly the time of their life. Yeah. And I don't think they knew that it was bad. (laughs) Um, But I think it's, yeah, I think that they were, the the actors were having a great time. The director had made so many terrible decisions. Yeah. Like, made... And like some okay decisions in the beginning. And I was like, oh, maybe this is going to be some, it's not going to be anything. Okay, sorry. Whoops. Um, But, you know, eventually that's going to happen. Like I worry. I like stress about the day that mm-hmm. I notice that I've done this to myself. Like, oh my God, I have failed. Look, man, even Christopher Nolan has to make a bad one out of all of his <laughs> films, right? Every once in a while, you're not going to, you just, you can't, you can't hold yourself to the level that you're going to produce amazing things every single time yeah i mean you don't win it not every movie gets an oscar i mean steven spielberg it's made ai it, <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time i even though i really was not having a great time watching this show and it might have been one of the most boring experiences i've had in the theater 
I could enjoy it in a sense because I could see that the actors were having a great time and that they were invested. And I yep. was like, well, that's that's a little bit of joy. I think if I was just, you know, random Joe Blow off the street who's like, well, let's see what this theater thing's about. I'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never again. You know, but I, I, I still I'm. I'm excited for what people will be listening for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So why don't we um, why don't we cut this one short so we can do that? Yeah, that's probably a really great idea. Okay. Well, that was Cody, and that was Cross Stephanopoulos. <laughs> A, 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 what's going on? I'm having a hard time.